Welcome to The Follow-Up, a podcast by Coram Deo Church. In this podcast, we break down the truths of Sunday and make them applicable for your everyday life. Welcome to The Follow-Up, everyone. My name is Billy Glosson, and I am the lead pastor here at Coram Deo Church. And with me is our Deacon of Music, Michael Tooley. Hey. Michael did an awesome job bringing us the word this past week. We have been going through a, a short sermon series leading up to Easter, looking at the Lord's Prayer. It's a prayer that Jesus teaches us, models for us, so that we can know how should we pray? What does it look like for us to be a people of prayer? What does it look like to model our prayers in such a way that brings glory, honor, and praise to Jesus? And so Michael took on uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 11 and 12. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we has as we also have forgiven our debtors. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> oh, I'll read it again. I tried. I tried to not react. <laughs> as we has also. Oh, I'm just gonna keep this in there because it's too funny. Oh my uh, goodness. Okay, Michael. Afternoon so, giggles. Oh man. So yes, uh, <clears throat> Michael looked at. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. So, Michael, I'm actually going to turn this over to you and kind of let you lead and ask some of the questions because, again, Michael did an excellent job bringing us through this passage. And so kind of looking at these kind of twofold things of both how God provides for us, but also how he leads us in forgiveness. Yeah, sure thing. Um, the way I kind of broke it apart was essentially to two main points, talking about daily dependence on God in verse 11, and then forgiveness immeasurable um, in verse 12. Um, we talked about how the the praying for our daily bread piece, Jesus is implicating a lot there. He's talking about, um, he's calling us to a daily dependence on God. He's calling us to trying to show that like, this is something that we need to do every day. Um, we collectively, we individually, it's all kind of included in the language here. And so under verse 11, I talked about how this shows, you know, coming from the context of our heavenly father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Turning now to give us our daily bread. It just, a, it, it captures a very beautiful aspect of the gospel that the God who is transcendent above the heavens is also immense. He is also close, not immense, imminent is the word there. Um, he's also close. He enters into our life and he cares about the everyday needs that we have, um, whether they're big or small. And so the intricate details of our life that we could be tempted to think that God doesn't care about. Um, and with that piece, I kind of, talked a little bit about how he's he's guiding our hearts towards understanding our need for him in general and how if you have a lot of material blessing, it might be easy to not only forget to pray, give us this day our daily bread because you've got that taken care of, you know, you've got the money in the bank. Um, but there's a deeper thing going on here than just our material need. And that is our need for Jesus um, so I talked a lot about how Jesus says he's the bread of life. Um, yeah, and then that all kind of spills into this idea of forgiveness, that we as a forgiven people, when when you, we realize how much we need Jesus, when we realize all that he's done for us, it's out of that. Our response is praise. Our response is to forgive others. 
Um, but also along the way, we can, we can only do that with the help of the spirit. And so I, yeah, I put at the very end, we just talked about how this seems like an impossible way to live. Well, yeah, Jesus is saying, when you pray, pray like this, he's not saying like, go out and live like this. He's saying, pray like this. And the point is to depend on Christ every step of the way. Yeah, I think that's really good. I think often we, man, we could we can kind of fight against this idea of depending on God. We can kind of get into this place of wanting to be independent and providing for ourselves. And, and listen, like it's important to provide for our families. It's important to work diligently. But at the same time, we have to understand who's the one that puts breath in our lungs. Who's the one who causes the sun to rise? It's not me. It's not you is the sovereign God of the ages. And Jesus is setting in right perspective for you and for me that we need to p- to depend on him and to, to rest in his provision for us. And I think that that's f- absolutely fantastic. So um, <clears throat> from that, we, we obviously talked about this idea of forgiveness um, because, again, that's where the prayer naturally goes next. So we kind of start with this principle of like, okay, God, you're... You're the one who provides everything. You're the one who supplies the air that I breathe in my lungs. You supply the food that's in my refrigerator, on my table, the clothing that I wear. And so once we then set our perspective off of ourselves onto others, we're kind of immediately reminded that we're fallen people. Right. Um, and as we interact with other people, we typically find ourselves failing and other people failing us. So Michael, as you kind of wrestled through this prayer and you wrestled through this idea of forgiveness, what do you think is the dif- most difficult part of forgiveness for us? I think packed into, I think packed into every moment of forgiveness or the lack thereof is how humble or prideful am I going to be in this moment? Um, and that that's across the board. No matter how deep the sin is, withholding forgiveness has behind it this kind of tinge of, I would never have done that. It denies that we have this capacity. Um, And so it's, it's hard too, because there are, there are some dark things that happen to us. Um, at the expense of others and it's, it's a tough thing to navigate. And, but I think, I think that kind of goes back to what, what we were saying at the beginning with, with daily dependence on God. Cause I just realized after all this, that you told me to ask questions and I didn't ask any questions. I would say my first question would be, what do you think we are dependent on God for? And yeah, what what do you think we are de- are dependent on God for? Every moment of our lives. I mean, truthfully, we we need Jesus. I mean, there's the song I need the every hour. And um it's really hard because we are allergic to dependence. Anytime I talk about, hey, you need to depend on God, it's almost like we have this idea exactly what you said about I think it was it was it CS Lewis that says we uh we like graduate from depending on him. We regard God as an airman regards his parachute. Yeah. It's there for emergencies, but he hopes he'll never have to use it. Exactly. That's what we think. We're like, it's good to have God. It's good that he's there, but I need to do this. And friend, frankly, as long as you think that you have it all together and that you can do it, 
you're going to be in a place where you perpetually are not walking in the way of Jesus. Yeah. You're walking in your way, which is the way from below. It's the way of the enemy, and it's going to lead you on a path of destruction. Yeah, in, in Wesley Hill's book, he talks. He had a couple really good analogies uh, on the subject. He talked about how a, a nursing infant is wholly dependent on its mother. But even the more kind of potent analogy is that if God were to completely leave you alone, you would drop dead on the spot. Absolutely. Like he, he uses the analogy of like, if there's a a TV screen on in your, in your room and you walked in and unplugged it, it wouldn't gradually lose its life. The screen goes blank and we can forget that the spirit gives life. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So knowing we depend on God for everything, then how how do we forgive? Yeah, I mean, I think it shapes forgiveness, right? Because Jesus gives so many parables about forgiveness. I think of the parable where he talks about a man who has a great debt, pleads before the man he uh, owes money to, the king, and, and the king forgives him his debt. He's walking out of the prison, sees a guy who owes him a much smaller sum, throws him against the wall, says, you're going to pay every cent that you owe me. It's like you have you have to have some kind of like brokenness, some gap. It's like we talked about last week, the analogy that Keller gives on a little boy who breaks his truck and then finds out he's inherited a hundred million dollars, doesn't understand how much he's actually inherited and what that means. That's how we often live. We don't understand the amount of immeasurable grace we've been shown and the forgiveness that's been given to us. And so we're unwilling or and a lot of times unable to give that forgiveness to others because we've lost perspective and we've lost sight of the forgiveness we've been shown in Jesus. Yeah. Um, one thing that I don't want to gloss over either is that, again, our tendency, um, especially with the idea of independence, with the idea of like, all right, give me what I'm supposed to do so, so I can go do it and feel better about my life. This is pushing you down the road of neediness more and more. And what's important to understand is that this piece on forgiveness is not something that is just going to all of a sudden click in your head. It's a change that happens in your heart by the Holy Spirit. Um, so even once you like mentally realize that you've been forgiven a lot, it's not like you just go, okay, well, you know, that's, it's not the tipping of the scales. It's the Holy Spirit softening your heart. And I love, love what Corey Ten Boom says. I shared this story on Sunday. Um, but she says that forgiveness is an act of the will, and the will can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. Jesus, help me. I prayed silently. I can lift my hand, but you supply the feeling. And so forgiveness is not an emotion. She says that. I, I love that. And so it really is this thing where in that story, she completely, she like sets forth, steps forth in faithfulness in the action, trusting God to fill in the gaps. And he did. Um, you'll have to look up that story. It's really great. It is. I think this is really important that we, man, look to Jesus, look to the model that he's given us, walk in his grace, his mercy, his truth, and realize that this is not something that is one and done. Right. I mean, this is an all of yeah. life sanctifying process where we learn to pray this way. We posture our hearts in such a way that we are constantly reminding ourselves of the grace and mercy of Jesus and how we need him and how we want to forgive and be forgiven. Um, and that's huge. It's so huge. And really, I, that's the thing that I want to drive home is like this 
this prayer, this passage, is Jesus saying, like, when you pray, pray like this. Pray like a dependent child. And so the the takeaway, the walk away is like, yeah, go and pray for this to be how your life is shaped. It's not to go out and like all of a sudden try to be a more forgiving person or all of a sudden go out and just like stop working and trust, you know, pray, pray to God every day for your daily bread. No, like we walk in faithfulness, leaning into the grace of God. Um, and it's, it's grace immeasurable. It's his mercy. Mercy is immeasurable. Well, fantastic. Well, Michael, uh, one of the things we always like to do is recommend a resource. So what resource would you like to recommend? Certainly. Um, the book I mentioned on Sunday, it's by Tim Keller. It's just called Prayer, Experiencing Awe and Intimacy with God. Um, in that book, he says this, Jesus lost his relationship with the Father so that we could have a relationship with God as Father. Jesus was forgotten so that we could be remembered forever, from everlasting to everlasting. Jesus Christ bore all the eternal punishment that our sins deserved. That is the cost of prayer. Jesus prayed, paid the price so God could be our Father. Man, that's good news. Awesome. Well, guys, we'll see you next week on the follow-up. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the follow-up. To listen to more of our podcasts, you can find our podcast, Quorum Deo Church in Morganton, North Carolina. Anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. To learn more about Quorum Deo, you can head to our website, quorumdeonc.com, or check us out on social media, at Quorum Deo NC. Thanks, everyone. Bye.